Dark Fringe Radio. I'm your host, Will Martinez, and my co-host, Jay Golosi, here with me tonight. Jay, what's up? Just living the dream, yo-yo. Living the dream. La Vida Loca. Yeah, you are living La Vida Loca. Over there with your <laughs> fucking popo ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We'll get into all that here in a little bit, too. We got to talk about it. We have to, you know. We have to. Yeah. We have to. It, nope. was, it was a lifetime experience that I'll never forget. The only podcast you ever would ever hear was somebody's getting detained by the police live right on the line. Right on the air. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But main topic for tonight is going to be the Las Vegas shooting. And um, there's been a little bit of news back in it, uh, in the mainstream news I saw about uh, that shooting. They were talking about um, how the guy was going bankrupt, supposedly. Now they find this out that this guy's going bankrupt, supposedly. Did you see that or no? No, I didn't see that he was supposedly going bankrupt. Yeah, that's some bullshit now that just came out with some, like, like, come on. Like, they couldn't have figured that shit out, like, a while ago. Now they're just saying that this guy is going bankrupt, supposedly. I don't, I'm don't. i not buying it, man. I don't believe it. I, I think at this, this point, anything that comes out, it, it's them trying to cover up their tracks. Yep, exactly right. Uh, so we're going to get into the Las Vegas shooting, talk about all the myths and, um, you know, the weird surroundings that are happening with that. Uh, first, I just want to remind everybody about our website, darkfringeradio.wordpress.com. Um, please definitely go there. Check it out. Also, on SoundCloud and on Twitter, it'll be Dark Fringe Radio. That's the handle there, and you can uh, definitely go on those, uh, too. You can catch every new episode on SoundCloud there on our SoundCloud page and also all the uh, latest uh, topics that we're posting on Twitter. So be sure to check out both of those avenues and uh, you know give some of your feedback. We'd love to hear something uh, back from you guys as well. So hopefully you guys liked the last episode with Lon Strickler. Glad to have Jay back here at full working condition. So we're going to get into this Las Vegas thing, man. So when you first heard about this going down, um, what was your first thoughts, Jay? What did you think about when this happened? Well, when it first happened, um, I was curious to hear all the information as it came out and, you know, the gas to how many people they had said had been, been hurt and shot. And at, at first you don't hear it. You don't think anything of it. You just think it's another crazy guy, you know, who's lost his mind because he, he gambled away too much money. But then the more you find out, the more you, you find out about his, his kind of his background and how the time he didn't really work. And it all started to seem very suspect to me. Yeah, it sounded the same thing to me too. I mean, I mean, as soon as the thing started coming out, a lot of the stuff did not make sense to me. For instance, there's some things that came out um, in respect to what you're talking about timeline as, as, as regard. You know, they said that Paddock was in the room what two or three days prior to, and he had lunch for two people in the room. So they were saying that there must have been an accomplice there, but they're not sure. They have a receipt. A receipt was posted by some guy on Facebook that supposedly served him. But uh, nothing else has come out besides that. But the problem is with that story and the the date on the receipt, it says the 27th. And supposedly the police say he didn't get there to the 28th. So there's a big inconsistency there already from the beginning. Yeah, that makes, I mean, it makes total sense. It's, they're now having to go backwards and kind of backtrack. And let me be clear. I'm not sure exactly who they are. Yeah. Uh, or at least that's that's my my feeling from the things I've seen, and I've seen. I mean, I've seen some crazy videos. You can't believe everything you see on the internet, and you 
you know, I wasn't there, so I can't really attest to what happened, but something, something's not right. Something does not add up. Two and two in this encounter makes eight and not four like it should. No, you're right. And you, speaking of video, I'm sure you probably saw that video of um, supposedly the shots looking like it was coming from a floor that was much lower than the 32nd floor. Um, but then they said they were trying to debunk. Yeah, absolutely saw those. You saw that. So, And then they tried to debunk it saying it was strobe lights. But I don't know. It just it didn't seem to appear like to be strobe lights because it just didn't seem consistent. Well, it was, exactly. It was too inconsistent. It, it was the strobe lights are um, they're mechanical. It, it's automated. There is nothing that's going to stop it from making it its on-off, on-off, on-off rotation. So if you watch those videos... Um, you can see they're intermittent. There, there is no exact length in which they're they're firing. You, you know, I was saying that would be as he was going through getting his gun or getting out of the way so the second shooter could could, sh- could shoot from that particular window, or um, allowing a second shooter from a second window to fire. Yeah, it just it it doesn't it doesn't make sense and. You know, a lot of people say there was reports prior to um, a woman getting into a scuffle with somebody in the crowd and that person saying that they're all going to die tonight. Maybe that was just a coincidence or, I mean, that just seems to be a very odd coincidence at that same time. I mean, how many times do people get into fights? Yeah, it probably happens a lot at festivals, but, you know, to that propensity where somebody's going to say something like that and then look what happens literally, you know, an hour or two later. And then there were some reports of some people saying that they were shooting coming from the actual stage. And um, little, you know, it's funny is I was there literally a week after this happened. And from the people that I was talking to while I was just there, not even like probing for information, but just in general talk, everybody was saying that it's bullshit. Everything that they're saying uh, that's in the news, it's, it's complete bullshit that there was there was multiple shootings in multiple different casinos. And, um, you know, it's just everything that was reported was not true at all. The whole thing, it, it just, it smells funny. You know, you have this guy who was financially stable, so we were told, um, you know, rents a room, decides to kill a whole bunch of country music because of Trump supporters. Like, I don't, none of it makes sense. None of it makes sense and I can't imagine how either confused or afraid a lot of those people in Las Vegas were on that night um, because even if they weren't really shooting if they were blanks to scare people or or to set this elaborate hoax up like why you no know, if you don't even if they're not shooting you hear someone shooting and we all have that natural reaction we want to get as far away from that as possible mm-hmm so the whole thing is fucking crazy. I'm sure there was a lot of confusion and a lot of people maybe uh, mistaking things, you know, misremembering things, as, you know, especially under, you know, high duress situations like that. You know, of course, you're under fire. You're not going to remember, you know, everything to a T. So I could see how a lot of this information could be misinformation, too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say, you know, every word that every person says is the truth. Um, but there are some things that are not correct. Now, um, there was another thing that I found um, while I was looking for information on this case, Jay, there was actually information about Stephen Paddock two days before the actual shooting happened. There was actually Google um, search images where they actually showed that there was like two days prior to the shooting, there was like they were already talking about who Stephen Paddock was. So 
you know, was this maybe a false flag by the government? Who knows? But, you know, why would Google already have information about this guy two days prior to the actual shooting? Yeah, you got to wonder if Google knew that, how they got that information to that particular route, if it was days before, and what connection Google really plays in with whatever ghost company, if you will, or, or, or organized body is, uh, you know, set the whole thing up yeah and to even further that theory a little bit even more jay um there was a craigslist ad about 15 days prior to the actual event and this is what the craigslist ad stated fun engaging acting work in las vegas 20 plus dollars an hour now this um is i'm bringing this up because there is a supposedly a theory that they're doing these false flags, these things that are happening to make it, you know, to bring attention towards something else. Now, you know, this may have happened, you know, to, you know, further the agenda of maybe gun rights or maybe the NRA. Who knows? Maybe this is what this is tied to. But there's a company called Crowds on Demand, and it's a Los Angeles based public relations firm, and it specializes in innovative events. Um, basically, they were looking for enthusiastic participants in the Las Vegas area, and they said that their, uh, their events included everything from rallies to protests to corporate PR stunts. Uh, basically, they asked the biggest qualification is enthusiasm and the can-do spirit, in quotations. Pay will uh, vary between uh, event, but typically, typically ranges between twenty, fifteen to $20 per hour, um, plus reimbursements for gas and parking, blah, 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 blah. For more information, please uh, visit uh, www.crowdsondemand.com. So um, you have this company basically, uh, you know, preparing like an event happening and preparing these people possibly to act as actors for this event that happened a week later. What do you think about that? Uh, I think it's definitely possible, you know, because there hasn't been any like death certificates. Nobody's really been able to find the bodies. Um, and the people that, they, that were there that I don't think were supposed to be there or knew that it was a hoax or knew that it w- wasn't real or knew that it was set up, uh, those people have c- come up missing. And that in and of itself is is loopy. Not, you had said before you, you started reading that about how, you know, who knows who set this up. Maybe, you know, right. maybe it's the NRA, maybe it was... Um, the government, but one thing I found our government does, especially uh, this Trump administration, and to a point, I give Trump some credit because he is kind of an idiot savant, gets us looking so far one way at the spectacle of how, how uh, dumb he is or how uh, controversial he is, and then he does something, the shiny interacts in a way. Right, it, it's it's the magician's trick, yeah. you know. He, you get to look at it your one hand, and you totally miss the rabbit coming out of the hat. Right, you know, maybe maybe this was set up by Trump to cover up some of the issues we're having with North Korea and the fact that, you know, theoretically nuclear nuclear winter could be upon us this Christmas, or you know, or maybe it was the NRA, maybe maybe it was somebody within the government, you know, trying to make us amend and give up some of our Second Amendment rights. So. And there's a couple of topics in there I'd, I'd like to talk about, obviously, as, as we go through. Um, yeah, it's funny. You yeah, said, it, it's funny you said that because you, and you mentioned that, you know, you know, he maybe this happened to, you know, divert the attention from one thing that you said about North Korea. 
And it's funny that, um, you know, this past week, um, not this week, but the week prior to the um, uh, Robert Mueller um, had his indictments from for, um, you know, uh, Manafort and another two operatives of Trump's uh, campaign. And um, next thing you know, like two, three days later, you got this madman who runs this truck through New York City and killing a bunch of people. So maybe that's another false flag there to, you know, divert attention because it literally buried that that story two, three days after. And, um, you know, it kind of you know reminds me of <clears throat> a lot of people don't remember this, but the day before 9-11 happened, I don't know if it was uh, Cheney or Rumsfeld, somebody said that there was literally three point or three to four trillion dollars unaccounted for they couldn't find um, in our treasury. And then the next thing you know, 9-11 happens. And so obviously that would have probably been the biggest story happening. Um, you know, three to four trillion dollars been missing. And the next thing you know, 9-11 happens the next day, literally the next day. So, you know, this is sounds like a lot, you know, very, very, you know, comparable to something like that. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, that's exactly what happened, but it's a damn good theory um, at this point because, I mean, it just it's so blatant at this point. It just happened literally, what, two days right after. So, you know, maybe this is another representation of these false flags and trying to divert attention, you know, away from the real issues. That's what's actually going on. Yeah, and it's and honestly, it's cl- it's a classic move of our, our government. It's, it's something the U.S. government has done, you know, dating all the way back to the 1800s. You know, uh, President Jackson and and the whole Trail of Tears. You know, with the the Indian Removal Act. Right. You know, what he spent most of his time dealing with on the the public front pages was the Battle of the Petticoats. How he was. Embroiled in this issue with the wives of his cabinet members and congressmen, and finer up up in socialites that weren't allowing um, another member of his wife to uh, to socialize with them because the one had been married. They'd lived together before they were married because the wife was married to someone else, which is something that uh, President Jackson's wife had done. And they called her a whore, and he took it very personally. Mm-hmm. But he, he very, I don't want to say brilliantly, because but he, he very skillfully that, so that nobody saw that when um, the Sioux took our government to court to sue the fact, so they wouldn't have to leave their land, and uh, and they won. The Sioux Indians won. They didn't have to leave their land because they won the lawsuit. And Andrew Jackson said, and I quote, they made their ruling, now let's see them enforce it. And they forced them on the trail of tears. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. But a lot, of it got washed, a lot of it got washed away and not paid attention to because it was doing the same thing that, that our government does now. It's, it, it Look at the, the cool, shiny object, and you don't find the hook that ends up dragging your ass up to a fishing boat. Exactly, exactly. And you know what? That's just, you know, the, the the beginning of the history of of it all. I mean, we've always done it, you know, in some way or fashion or the other. Um, but let's get back to the, 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 the evidence, the, the supposed evidence of this, um, you know, massacre that happened in Las Vegas. So I was looking at some of the crime scene photos, Jay, that they posted. And um, have you ever shot a gun before, Jay? I have shot guns once in my life. Okay. So um, if you shot any kind of gun, you know when you shoot a gun, the shell is released from the chamber, and it usually goes off yep. to the right or the left, depending on the kind of gun or which way you're shooting, if you're lefty or righty, right? 
Okay. So I'm looking at these uh, photos, and um, supposedly there must have been thousands and thousands of sh- you know shots you know that came out of this this uh, hotel room. And I look at this um, at this photo, and I don't see <laughs> I don't see the enough Any shells. Shell. No, it's just not enough shells, brother. It's like 14, 15, 20 shells at most on the floor. Not only that, another thing I've, I've noticed, and I you know I kind of realized after the fact. Um, I've shot a lot of guns, and especially I've shot a lot of uh, forty cal and uh, you know handguns. And I've gone through clips and clips and clips, and I know that after a while, if your gun isn't a hundred percent clean and it's not you know oiled you know correctly, and if you go through a couple of uh, magazines, your gun doesn't work as well. And sometimes those um, those shells come popping out, and they pop out the wrong way, and you get burned on your arm, especially if you're wearing a short sleeve shirt. You know what I'm saying, like a t-shirt. Those shells come out, and they're coming out burning hot. So that's just from a forty cal gun. Now, I couldn't imagine from an AR-15 the size of the shell and the heat that it probably is under at that moment, it touching the carpet of the floor. And I don't see burns on the carpets from any shells. That's something that I've noticed, you know, right from the, you know, right after looking at this photo. I was like, where are the burn marks from the shells? There are none. There's literally like 13 to 15 shells on the floor, with no other burn marks on the carpet at all. Explain that. Well, you can't. You can't. You you can't. Well, at least at least not using the kind of logic they want us to use. I I also saw some of those photos too. And one thing I noticed: uh, any guy who's going to organize and do this, okay. So let's let's go ahead and and we'll play along with the fact that it was just him by himself, uh, much like Lee Harvey Oswald by himself. Uh, there's no way. There's no way this guy's unorganized if he's taken this plan to this point. And if you look, there are guns everywhere. Right. Well, I'm sorry. If he's shooting from one window because he's by himself and that's where he's shooting from, then there's no way that those guns, when he's done, they aren't piled and stacked up next to him. Even if instead of changing clips, he was describing entirely different weapons. There's no way that there's not been a stack of guns and a stack of clips. There's guns everywhere just laid out around the house or the, the hotel room rather. It just, it makes, it doesn't make any sense. Like any, anybody with any kind of common sense looks at it and goes, eh, eh, I don't know. That's, uh, it's kind of suspect there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it takes a genius to figure this out by just looking at these photos. I mean, I mean, I just look at them just as like laughable at this point because the evidence that they're putting up forward is not even, it doesn't even pass the smell to listen. I'm just a dude on the street. I don't even know shit. Imagine a guy that's like a CSI guy that can you know look at a real photo and really like pick it apart and actually you know how they can recreate you know how a crime actually happens like how the guy came in through the door put the gun down you know sat here put the gun down there you know expend all his rounds from here reload it there you know how they can always you know recreate that in their mind I'm not that kind of guy but I can look at that photo and I can tell you that that's bullshit or whatever it is that they're trying to show us there so, Jay, shootings.news, they're the ones that um, actually put up these photos of them, um, of the the crime scene, and basically pointed that out as well, about the um, no markings on the carpet and everything like that. Yeah, they also pointed out that the um, there was actually no sniper rifle. Um, they kept reporting that there was a sniper rifle, rifle up there. There was nothing like that. There was just like two or three AR-15s. There was a, um, a shotgun, a bunch of handguns. I mean, it just... 
and like a whole bunch of bullets. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. And then he had a bunch, another bunch of cache of guns in another room right next door. So he had two rooms, you know, side by side. I mean, what was he planning on doing? Running from one room to the other, shooting from both windows? It doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. It's that whole magical shooter theory about, you know, if you take if you take the amount of time it takes to fire a weapon, reload the weapon, uh, and, and return fire, and return fire from the different areas in which videos have showed um, weapons firing, uh, there's no there's no conceivable way uh, one human being could do it unless that person could teleport. Uh, and if Steve Paddock could teleport, my guess is uh, that would be much bigger news than him mowing down a bunch of innocent people that we are not even sure were there. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, more and more people that I, I've talked to when I was there, it just the, the same story. It was the same story. I mean, even literally on the way back, I was headed towards the uh, the airport. We had an Uber driver that all she did was just started talking about it just all of a sudden out of nowhere. And so I said, so what do you know? So what happened? So just, you know, being curious, I didn't even, you know, probe her that much. I didn't say that I was, you know, trying to gather information for the show. But I wanted to ask her. I wanted to find out what she thought. And it was just the same thing. Multiple shooters in multiple uh, casinos. Multiple casinos got shut down. Multiple people were shot in multiple different casinos. So um, it, it seemed to be like a big consorted effort by whoever it was to, you know, have multiple things happening at the same time, maybe to divert attention, maybe to, you know, cause confusion. I mean, who knows at this point? But, you know, a lot of the things are just not adding up. Now they're talking about this guy's brother. Like, you know, they're pointing more, you know, light on the guy's brother completely, like not even putting any more attention to Stephen himself, the guy who actually did it. You know, now his brother got picked up for some kind of child porn kind of charge and, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff. But it's just like none of the stuff makes sense. It just doesn't add up. No, no, it, it doesn't add up. There's, there's something, there's something not right. There's, there's something fishy, um, you know. And and I haven't even looked at probably a tenth of the information you looked at. I just only the stuff I've seen uh, on Facebook and you know. And, and to a point, you also have to take some of that stuff with a grain of salt. Um, I've also seen propaganda, mo- you know, videos and movies. Depending on it, all depends on your point of view. You know, it all depends on your point of view as to how these videos are meant to engage you, interact you, uh, misinform you, or mislead you. And there's nothing wrong with watching the videos and getting as much information as possible. But you also have to to take, again, a grain grain of salt. There's so many different uh, conflicting stories. You have to wonder if there's any truth within this story at all. And like I said before, you know, a lot of misinformation can happen just just because, you know, people are, you know, under a very stressful point at that moment, you know, where they're going through that, they'll misremember a lot of things. So the one I wanted to actually play for you, which is the real video, was from The Real Red Elephant. And they basically are talking about how they're exposing the lies about the Vegas shooting. So let's let's listen to this real quick. So we all remember 4chan. When we saw an Antifa member bash Sean Stiles over the head with a bike lock in Berkeley, the people at 4chan and 8chan were the first to put on their detective hats to try and figure out who the attacker was. They even developed their own facial recognition system to ID the attacker, as we know him now as Eric Clanton, and led authorities 
to arrest him. He is now going through various trials right now. People call them the autists, the weaponized autism, because a lot of these guys have genius level 140, 150, 160 IQs, and they just basically sit at their computer and develop things like facial recognition systems. So 4chan is just a, basically a, a group of these guys, Jay, that just are like fucking like 800 pound heads just guys are just fucking phenomenally brilliant you know what i mean that can run like fucking circles around us mentally and they just sit there and they just pick things apart so they're these guys are the ones that have actually been you know really you know pulling the veil off of what's really going on in this vegas thing hold on to crack cases. Well, 4chan and 8chan are back at it again. They have already exposed some lies that were told by the FBI and the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police and have provided those to media sources who have then published them. You may have seen our article a couple of days ago about one of the more recent exposures by 4chan in the Las Vegas shooting case, where they showed that the FBI and the police department were both lying about exactly when Steven Paddock checked in. Now, one of those people who actually first obtained the camera footage and the screenshots from 4chan and then published it was at the press conference yesterday, and she asked this. Appreciate what you're saying, Ken. Ma'am, ma'am, that's not how we conduct this service, okay? If I'm presented with a question... I, that's not how I conduct press conferences, ma'am. That's not how he conducts press conferences because he's uh, not, uh, you know, he has to cover up the truth. That's what he has to do, Jay. Yeah, I believe what we call that in my neighborhood because uh, he's a lying sack of shit. Exactly right. Please stop asking your question. There's a decorum that we have here. Sure. did he check into the hotel? Best my recollection, we have information on the 25th. Um, I had told you previously the 28th, the 25th. Um, I had told you previously the 28th. Now, before we get a bunch of snowflakes and people who are saying, oh, why don't you just let the authority do their jobs? You don't trust our police? No, it's not that I don't trust our police. I've been to Berkeley several times if you watch this. Jay, do you trust your police? Um, <laughs> you know, that's a kind of loaded question right now because me and them had an interaction last Wednesday that was very confusing. Uh, but and ended on a good note. It did. It did. Do I trust my police? Uh, I do <laughs> trust the police on the streets. Uh, it's as they go higher up, and then people start filling their pockets that mm -hmm. I start to get concerned. There you go. There you go. This channel, and you've seen our live streams. It's not the police. It's the people above the police that keep the police under wraps. We've Look at seen that, Jay. PD stand down several times in these riots where they really wanted to do something, but they couldn't. And also, no, I do not trust the FBI either. For those people who are out there in the comment section and in the private message section who are quick to call me out for talking about things like this, are the first to call out James Comey for lying or Robert Mueller for lying, who are also a part of our intelligence arms. The point of this whole thing is, is that 4chan and 8chan are actually getting leaked documents from either it be employees at the Mandalay Bay or other people who want to stay anonymous. And that's the most impressive part that these people are getting this information from just like anybody, you know, they're getting this information from insiders though. They're, you know, they're getting this really good information. Well, I mean, really, uh, first off, I love the fact that he said exactly what I said. It almost makes me look like I'm fucking smart. Savant. That's cool. I like that. <laughs> uh, exactly. Uh, the other thing is, 
you know, there's a saying my dad always said to me that I've taken everywhere I've gone, and it's there's three sides to every story, yours, mine, and the truth. And what what it sounds like 410 and 810 are doing, they, they're doing what, what should always be done, like getting as much information as possible. Get, get every story from everybody, because even if it's bullshit. The real report. Uh, it, that's, that's a real report. That's real journalism. Yeah, absolutely. If you're going to find what you need within that, within that scale, you know? And if someone's sitting on, on a podium, on a pedestal, you know, telling you to trust him after you've proven that he's already lied a couple times, uh, well, you know, fool, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. You got that right, but uh, unfortunately, President Bush didn't get that right um, back in the day. But hold on, posting these things on these messaging boards, and are the are, are keeping the the Las Vegas Police Department and the FBI on their toes. They're keeping them honest. And for those who are extremely naive out there who just want to believe everything that they hear from their TV and from their media and from their intelligence agencies and from their police departments, just know this. An FBI, this is the FBI in the worst mass shooting case in the history of the United States, in, the, in modern history of the United States. And they are, first of all, got the timeline when Paddock checked in wrong. Where did he check into the hotel? Um, best of my recollection, we have information on the 25th. Um, I had told you previously the 28th. Not to mention that a post on 4chan appeared days ago just two days after the shooting, just 48 hours after the shooting on 4chan that stated that the security guard was shot before any of the shooting commenced out the window. So let me, let me help you with that, Ken, because you picked up on it. Yes, the timeline associated with the original shot and Mr. Campos has changed. Now, Meaning we fucked up? Now, FBI and the Las Vegas Police Department stated that, no, the security guard was shot during the shooting happened. They also said that 200 rounds went through the door out into the hallway at the security guard who was the first responder to the room. By looking at this door, do you think that 200 rounds of 556 went through this door? Does it look like... The door is completely solid, Jay. It has not a hole except for the peephole in it. That's it. With a bunch of crime scene tape all, all around it. That's all it is. That's it. 200 rounds of 7.62 from his AK went through this door. Does it even look like 200 rounds of 2.23 Remington went through this door? No, it doesn't. For anyone who knows guns, knows that 200 rounds did not go through this door. So now after the Las Vegas PD and after the FBI are stating that the security guard was shot during the shooting, while the shooting was happening... They're now backtracking in their press conference and saying, no, you're right. Now that it's exposed in the media, it wasn't during the shooting. Let me, let me help you with that, Ken, because you picked up on it. You picked up on it. You picked up on it. And this is all originating from 4chan, an underground message board full of genius-level IQ computer dwellers. Now, today, even people in the alt-media and the media are tweeting and posting about this giant mess this laughable mess of an investigation going on in Las Vegas by the FBI. You can see here, Stefan Molyneux tweets, how can the Las Vegas police get fundamental timeline details wrong, given that the city is one giant mass surveillance center? 
Isn't that something? Las Vegas has probably it has probably most the most cameras per capita than any other you know any other place in the U.S. And they can't get the timeline. Well, any any other place and probably all of the world. Yeah, I mean they they protect that money, you know, like a, a dog protects its bone, and it's doesn't make any sense that you know he was shot at the beginning. No, I'm sorry, he was shot. During. No, I'm sorry, he was shot after. Well. There is no, there's no fourth option there. Uh, which one so is it, sir? If, please. If he was shot, which one of them was it, or was he not shot at all? Did he go missing? Was he, was he out for a smoke break? I mean, who the fuck, knows? <laughs> who the fuck knows? Because that guy certainly doesn't. No, he doesn't. Hold on. This is something I mentioned in my previous video. There's over a hundred thousand cameras at any given time in Las Vegas. There's cameras all around the outside of Mandalay Bay. There's cameras all on the inside of Mandalay Bay. I'm sure there's cameras in the hallway, if I'm not mistaken, that could have guaranteed when the security guard went up there and was shot. Not to mention the door being ajar, which set off an alarm, is what made the security guard go upstairs to check on what was going on in the 32nd floor that led him to being shot. This is easy to figure out what exact time that alarm went off. This is easy to figure out what exact time the security guard who went up there radioed to his dispatch center downstairs in the in the hotel that he was... That would be easy if that's actually what happened. So now that's the problem. That's not what actually happened. So now they're creating a timeline for something that didn't happen in real life. Going on yeah, check well, that, on these that, makes, that makes sense. Here's another one. Ann Coulter is tweeting... Confidence-inspiring, which is sarcasm. Las Vegas police release new timeline. Security guards shot before shooting began, and Paddock actually checked in three days earlier. Now, here's the question. If 4chan didn't release these two things, which led to the media picking it up and validating it and then publishing it and putting the sheriff and the FBI on their toes and making them answer these questions on why this was incorrect, would they have even told us? Would they have even changed the date of check-in or changed the time of when the security guard got shot? And various other things that don't make sense in this case. Now, aside from all the other opinions I have, aside from all the other speculation I have about this thing, here's my only question. This is the FBI. This is the police department. This is a city where it's basically a mass surveillance center, like Stefan Molyneux said. Are they trying to cover something up or are they truly incompetent? Because they're incompetent and they're trying to cover something up at the same time. I about that? I'm going with both. <laughs> I was right there with you, man. I mean, that's I mean, that's a great video from the real red elephant and gave credit up to that guy um, on uh, YouTube. So um, you can definitely check out his stuff at the real red elephant on YouTube. So I, I thought that video was just very poignant about what we're talking about and how it just, you know, it, it just opens all the doors to all these inconsistencies and it just doesn't make sense. No, none of it, none of it makes sense. And unfortunately I don't think we're going to ever really get to find out who's behind it. I know ISIS has come out and said that they're behind it. I don't believe that shit for half a second. Uh, Cause if it was the Las Vegas police as incompetent as they seem, uh, you know, would be more say oh hey I, you know we don't know what's going on or why it happened or and so would the fbi but instead they're trying to cover it up they're they're lying they are coming up with so many different conflicting stories and a bunch of bull crap 
And the the worst part is, is they think that we're stupid at the same time. You know, it's just like, you know, they, they put all this bullshit out there. And I think in a way it's like, do they want us to like figure this shit out in a way? Like, or is it that they just are that lazy or is it maybe that way just on purpose? It, you know, is there a reason why, no. you know, I think it's kind of that way. No, I think it's, I, I absolutely think it's kind of that way. Um, on purpose. I think they wanted us talking about this. I think they wanted this to be a big topic of conversation because I think that they want, again, they, they kind of want the American government or the American citizenship rather to, um, to be on high alert and to, to be bending together and, and, and be worried that it could happen to any of us at any time, anywhere. And we need to, we need to overreact. We, we, we need to take serious measures because they're trying to shock us into, into going into a direction that they want us. Like herding, they think it's like herding cattle. The difference is that uh, cattle don't ask questions on why they're being herded. There's a natural sense inside of them that they're in danger and they all move together as one. Well, human, the human race doesn't work that way. We really don't do much herd mentality. I, that's more what I think it is. They want it to be a big topic. They want it to be a conversation uh, because they they want to stick to a keep us looking left when we should be looking right, and b they they want it to cause such mass hysteria and much and, and so much fear that they can get to another goal or another milestone of theirs with us kind of prodding us along. Yeah, uh, it's it's creepy, man, and it's just it's it's creepy to figure out or just understand or even comprehend the to the fact that that is that's even possible. But again, you know, this Las Vegas thing is just another thing that's going to happen in in our history that it's just going to be a representation of something else, unfortunately. And, and it just it's sad to oh. me that there's going to be you know people that are innocently they were killed in a situation like this for you know maybe something that we don't know. Yeah, no, that. And that's the biggest, that, that's the saddest part about it is whenever um, a government or, or any time a, a mass organized grouping of, of people take innocent lives to, co- to cover up their, their lives or push their own farther agenda, um, that's what's truly tragic about, about all this. You know, if, if, if people actually die there, that is a shame, and my heart goes out to those families. Unfortunately, because there's been so much misinformation, there's been so much bullshit spitting our, our, our direction with this whole thing that, you know, there's no way for us to say if there was or wasn't. If there was, I feel bad for them. If there wasn't, uh, I'm not shocked. It's yeah, I'm not shocked. The either. government doing what the government wants to do. Yeah, I'm not shocked either. But um, you know, we could both agree that this Las Vegas thing is a, is going to be a complete mystery. They're never going to have all the uh, all the information out there as to why and uh, you know any of this you know any of this stuff adding up. You know, it just it stinks from the beginning. So uh, unfortunately, that's another thing we'll have to do. I also with. bet it's not taught in history classes. <laughs> no, it'll be forgotten about in, in the history classes. So so yeah, our ruling is uh, you know Las Vegas shooting definitely uh, you know something is definitely fishy with that. All right, Jay. Well, thanks for uh, you know coming on the podcast uh, tonight and uh, talking about this uh, crazy Las Vegas thing. Last week uh, we were actually trying to uh, talk about this, but you had a little bit of a situation happen, huh? Yeah, I did. I did. Um, you know, we usually do this podcast kind of late at night. Uh, I do have four children and. When we do it late at night, I usually close myself off in my bedroom, and my wife uh, had asked that, you know, maybe 
maybe I'll go out and walk around the block a few times and, you know, get into extra steps. Right. And that way, because I, I pace when I talk anyway, so, you know, I thought it was a good idea. I go out at 9 o'clock at night. We were walking up and I was walking up and down the street. And on my street, there's not a whole lot of street lights, so uh, I decided probably wasn't a great idea to be walking up and down the street talking on, on my cell phone and, you know, with my earbuds and microphone in. It looked like a crazy meandering person. So I kept it to the front of my house and my neighbor's house and um, very close to my neighbors. They usually, they, I didn't think they'd mind either. So I, you know, kind of have a little freedom that way. So I was pacing back and forth and a uh, helicopter had flown down very close to the houses. In fact, I, you had said something. You asked if I was okay because you could hear the helicopter in the background. Yeah, I thought they were. I made a joke about them coming to get you because we were talking about some government shit. Yeah, exactly. And, and I laughed it off and, not three minutes later, uh, two two cop cruisers or two police cruisers and a, uh, a sheriff F-150 fly down my street, no no red and blues on. Um, they stop directly in front of my house, and I think to myself, oh, I'm going to get to see some shit. Uh, and then one cop. All right, I'm going to stop you right um, there. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to play the audio, and that's it, man. We're going we're gonna to conclude this, but I'm going to play the audio. And then next week we're okay. gonna we're gonna have what your thoughts were on this. I want to keep everybody. Okay. I want to keep everybody waiting as a cliffhanger for next week. But we're gonna play the <laughs> we're gonna play the audio now, so that way uh, you know everybody can hear, and then we'll go to break. All right, brother. Sounds good to me, sir. Jay. Jay? Yes, sir. Stop. Stop. Okay. Jay, are you okay? Okay. Hello. Relax. Yes, yes, sir. Smile. Open your mouth. No gold teeth. Hey, who the fuck is that man? Oh, you good. What's your first name? Jay. 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 Where do you live, bud? I live right here, buddy. 903-2-7-5-4-5. Bro, are you okay? Yep, yeah, you're on your own. It's in the house. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There you go, buddy. All right. Yes, sir. All right. Put your hands on your back. Yes, sir. Anything on that's going to hurt me? Yes, sir. Okay. Hands on the left. Watch your finger. Okay. What the fuck's going on, man? Jay. Father, tell me, do we get what we deserve? Oh, we get what we deserve And where down we go Come as we are 